Welcome to episode 270 of the Truth Quest podcast, the truth about the political spectrum. Please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, share episodes with your friends, and support the podcast by visiting truthquestshirtfactory.com, where we produce shirts inspired by various podcast episodes. All shirts are $30 and include free shipping. I don't know about you, but I'm fed up with constant drumbeat by ignorant and idiotic Democrats and other left-wingers who spew hate-filled rhetoric about right-wing fascists. They call Trump and his supporters fascists. Anyone who speaks out publicly against the left-wing agenda or their policy prescriptions inevitably receives the same or similar catcalls. It's the left's only defense. Ad hominem attacks because they cannot defend their radical policies in the arena of ideas. These people demonstrate an impressive level of confidence despite their ignorance, shallowness, and obliviousness to reality, and a complete disconnection from the truth. And yes, I said the truth because there is no such thing as my truth. There's just the truth. I've come to realize that the reason for their behavior is due to them never being exposed to the truth, or even a differing opinion for that matter. They live in a bias-affirming ecosystem or bubble. MSNBC, CNN, Mother Jones, Politico, NPR, Huffington Post, Washington Post, where their idiocy and ignorance is fed a steady diet of bias-affirming lies and propaganda. No critical thinking allowed in those ranks. The idea of calling someone a right-wing fascist is like calling someone an atheist Christian. That strange analogy should make sense by the end of the episode. Because they live in a bias-affirming ecosystem, it explains why these people have no idea why groceries cost 50% more now than they did two years ago. It explains why they have no idea what it means if the United States loses its reserve currency status, or that that is even a thing. It's why they have no idea that the border is wide open or the fact that because the border is open, allowing criminals and terrorists to freely enter the country, we will inevitably see one or more mass casualty events domestically committed by some of these illegals who waltz right into the country, not only unmolested, but with open arms and free transportation, free room and board, and a free phone courtesy of our corrupt, America-hating, ship-for-brains resident and the communists and Marxists that work for him and currently run the government. It's why they have no idea that the resident of the United States is corrupt, committed high crimes and misdemeanors, that he is bought and paid for by China and Russia. It's the reason they have no idea that Joe has been bribed or likely extorted to harm the United States in favor of some of the country's greatest geopolitical foes. It's the reason they have no idea who Tony Bobolinsky is. They have no idea what 10% for the big guy means. They think Hunter Biden's laptop, the laptop from hell, is fake. Just Russia disinformation. It's why they still believe the Russians helped get Trump elected in 2016. It's why they have no idea that Biden is a pathological liar, that he's been caught countless times telling stories that have already been proven to be lies, and yet he still repeats them on a regular basis. It's why they have no idea about, nor would they care about, the massive mail-in ballot fraud perpetrated in 2020 in a handful of democratically controlled cities in battleground states that clearly swung the electoral college count in Biden's favor. It's why they have no idea what the truth is about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. It's why they have no idea what the Constitution says, nor would they care because it's a document that puts restrictions on their little g-god government. Much more on that coming up. And they sure as hell don't know the difference between right-wing and left-wing political ideologies, not to mention what the definition of fascism is. 
And yet, despite all of that, they vomit their idiocy as if it's the gospel of Jesus Christ, whom, of course, they do not believe in because they are too busy worshiping at the altar of the Democratic Party or at the altar of gender identity or climate change or the murder of innocent babies in the womb. Hey, it's human nature. Everyone's got to believe in something. In this episode, I thought I would take a few minutes and explain the political spectrum, the real political spectrum. Several years ago, I posted a graphic on Facebook demonstrating this spectrum. It received very positive feedback. I'm I'm kicking myself for not bringing it to this medium sooner. By the way, a link to the graphic will be listed in the show notes of this episode. Feel free to share it on social media. The traditional idea of the political spectrum is that it is divided into right and left, of course. Most people think in terms of left equals liberal, right equals conservative. But there are nuances, as I learned the hard way during a Facebook exchange several years ago. I posted something like, why do all liberals want to take away our guns? An old friend of mine who I had not seen in probably 35 years at that point responded by saying, I'm a liberal and I don't want to take anyone's guns away. Lesson learned. Never assume anything when it comes to politics. Let's go deeper. On the right side, the right wing of the spectrum, you have maximum liberty and limited government meaning the farthest of the far right would be no government or anarchy. Pause. Think about the implications of that, given how I opened the episode. These assholes who are constantly raking their ideological opponents over the coals by calling them far right are unknowingly implying that their foes, their opponents, believe in liberty, freedom, and limited or no government, to which I say, thanks for noticing. Right-wing ideology is characterized by protection of natural, God-given rights and protection of private property rights. A central right-wing principle, usually attributed to libertarians who are by definition right-wing, is the non-aggression principle. Don't hurt people and don't take their stuff. Right-wingers do not trust government, a sentiment expressed quite nicely by Doug Casey recently, who said, quote, the government is an instrument of force should be limited to protecting people from physical force and nothing else, end quote. Even some anarchists would agree with that sentiment. So what falls out of right-wing philosophy? The Ten Commandments comes to mind. You know, don't covet, don't steal, don't murder. Speaking of murder, according to right-wing extremists, this includes the murder of innocent babies in the womb. Remember the non-aggression principle? Is there anything more aggressive than murder? What else? How about free markets? I mean, think about it. If the word free is in it, it should be considered a right-wing philosophy. Free markets include economically via free market capitalism, and it also means free markets generally. Think about the education or healthcare sectors and how dysfunctional they are given the lack of free market concepts being applied in those sectors. Those sectors have massive intrusions by government. They would be much better off, more innovative, and more productive without government interference. Or consider your money, the U.S. dollar. Since the federal government has unconstitutionally intervened into our money system starting in 1913 with the establishment of the Federal Reserve and Nixon's unilateral removal of the country from the quasi-gold standard that we had prior to 1971, the U.S. dollar has lost over 95% of its purchasing power. In any other walk of life, business, sports, academia, whatever, if you had a record like that, you would be summarily fired and possibly prosecuted. But in the government sector, failure is rewarded. What does free markets look like when it comes to our money? 
Well, it's called sound money. It means the abolishment of the Federal Reserve. It means the re-implementation of a precious metals standard. We back our paper money with something of real value. Check out episodes 27, 28, and 62 for a deep dive into our money system. As I touched on in the opening, our left-wing friends have no idea why grocery prices are 50% higher than they were two years ago. They don't know that the price inflation we are currently living through is due to the fact that Trump printed $6 trillion during a so-called emergency of COVID, and Biden and Kevin McCarthy kept the emergency Fed printing press running 24-7 ever since, despite there being any so-called emergency. All of that would have been avoided if we had a true right-wing government. Check out episode 211, The Truth About Inflation in Under 15 Minutes, if you're interested in a deep dive there. What else falls out of this right-wing philosophy? Right to privacy comes to mind. That would include what you do in your bedroom, what you ingest into your body, and no government surveillance of your activities or purchasing habits. As long as you do not violate the non-aggression principle, you have an absolute right to privacy under the right-wing political philosophy. What else? Obviously, under the right-wing political philosophy, government will be small and heavily restricted in the power it can wield, which would lead to low taxes because high taxes are not necessary given the minuscule size of the government, which would lead to small bureaucracies and fewer government regulations because given the lack of tax revenue and the inability to simply print whatever they wanted because the Federal Reserve had been replaced with sound money principles, they can't afford to hire millions of bureaucrats who write administrative rules that govern hundreds of millions of people. A smaller, less powerful government removes the temptation to shove radical cultural agendas down the throats of its subjects. You know, shit like encouraging boys and men to compete in women's sports, use their restrooms and locker rooms, or celebrating and encouraging the mutilation of bodies of minors who suffer from a mental illness called gender dysphoria. A smaller or less powerful government removes their ability to use lawfare to persecute and prosecute their political foes. A smaller or less powerful government removes the need for foreign countries, lobbyists, and donors to bribe our public officials. A smaller or less powerful government removes the ability for government to pay welfare benefits in perpetuity, creating a class of people dependent on the government dole rather than becoming productive members of society. Generally speaking, right-wing ideology leads to being left the hell alone and protects the individual's right to live their life without intrusion from fellow citizens or from the government. Alternatively, we have the left-wing political philosophy, which, as I said at the beginning, is generally thought of as left equals liberal. But as I said, there's some nuance. Let's start moving our way left on the political spectrum. As you move in that direction, the people cede more and more liberty and freedom to whatever left-wing government is in charge. Remember, at the far right, we have anarchy. As you move further left down the spectrum, you will run into the government established by the Articles of Confederation. Moving slightly further left, you have the government established by the Constitution, because that document purposely created a centralized government with limited authority. Thus, those ruled under the Constitutional Republic cede some of their liberty and freedom to this newly established government, a government that still may be limited, but less limited than one that is further to the right. See Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution for a list of those limited powers enumerated in the Constitution. Whereas right-wing ideology is characterized by maximum liberty and limited government, Left-wing ideology is characterized by less or no liberty and freedom, and most are total control by the centralized government. Left-wing governments include fascism, totalitarianism, communism, 
authoritarianism, socialism, dictators, Marxists. They are all associated with one thing, lack of liberty on the part of the people and control by the government to varying degrees. All of them have, to varying degrees, indoctrination, forced compliance and conformity, intolerance, censorship, and violence associated with their governance. They all deploy, to varying degrees, persecution and prosecution of their political opponents. At the extremes, they employ murder, forced exile, or banishment of political opponents. Does any of that sound familiar to my American listeners? Not surprisingly, all of these types of governments frown deeply on religion of any kind because the only worship that is permitted is worship of the state, or, to varying degrees, they will allow their serfs to worship various causes like climate change or gender identity or racial inequality. Sound familiar to any of my American listeners? Again, not surprisingly, free speech and freedom of expression, hell, any freedom is frowned upon. These types of governments cannot exist with a population that hears the truth, thinks for themselves, and forms their own opinions, which is why all dictators, authoritarians, fascists, and communists censor the truth. Again, I ask you, does any of this sound familiar to my American listeners? Try to tell me the left wing isn't flourishing in America, and I will call bullshit. That is the reason I call the Democrats the Doomsday Cult, formerly known as the Democratic Party, because they are dominated by left-wing radicals that unapologetically subscribe to Marxism, Communism, Socialism, and Fascism. The bottom line is, with all of these types of governments, ones that are not restrained by something greater than themselves, i.e. God or goodwill towards other or conscience, the end always justifies the means. Power and control is their end game. The means of getting there do not matter. Think about the millions of people who have been slaughtered throughout history by fascists, communists, and socialists. Human life means nothing to these people as they pursue their end goal. Listen to episode 266, The Truth About the Ends Justify the Means, if you want to go deeper into that topic. Do you see now how laughable it is for people to call Trump voters or conservatives and libertarians right-wing fascists? These people are just plain stupid. There is no such thing as a right-wing fascist. By definition, a fascist is a left-winger because a fascist's goal is dictatorial control. Conservatives don't pursue dictatorial control. They don't pursue anything. They seek to conserve or preserve what is good. Whereas left-wingers, regardless of the varying degrees, all have one thing in common. Everything they do is designed to corrupt what is good, to tear it down. Tear down whatever is good and replace it with something evil. Just walk through the left-wing agenda for evidence. The traditional nuclear family must be destroyed. Innocent babies in the womb must be murdered at will and call it choice. God in schools and other public facilities? Oh, hell no, we can't talk about God in public. Porn in school libraries? What's the big deal? Boys and men competing in girls' and women's sports, using their restrooms and locker rooms? You must be a homophobe if you oppose that. Mutilating minor children who suffer from a mental illness and doing it without parental consent and requiring people to celebrate it? You oppose that sadistic prescription and you are a transphobe. Would you rather have a dead son or an alive son who thinks he's your daughter? It's all about destruction. Going forward, when you witness busybody left-wingers putting their nose in every bit of your business, you will understand why. It's because they subscribe to a political philosophy that, by its very nature, cannot leave you alone. They believe they are enlightened, 
They believe in listening to the experts. They believe you should comply or die, or at the very least comply or be ostracized by society, just like they did with the unvaccinated during COVID. These people are looking for anything to turn on you. They hate you. They hate the fact that you think for yourself. They hate that you question authority. They hate that you're happy living your life without their involvement. They hate that you own firearms. They hate that you stand up for the rights of innocent babies in the womb. To these people, freedom and liberty and limited government, God-given rights, private property, and are foreign concepts. They want equity and inclusion. They want community property. And they reserve the right to riot, loot, and burn your property or beat the shit out of you if they are offended or angry or they just feel like it. They are no different than a petulant two-year-old child with limited verbal skills who just lashes out when he gets angry or frustrated. The non-aggression principle and free speech? Oh, hell no. Again, they reserved a right to aggress against you physically or through the legal system if they so choose. And definitely, definitely, there can be no free speech. I mean, if they don't censor dissent, who's going to believe the evil propaganda and gaslighting that they are spewing? It's the personification of evil. It's even demonic and satanic. The devil or Satan or evil or whoever you think it is, their only job is to corrupt what is good. That's what all left-wing ideologies have in common. It doesn't matter how far left you go in the spectrum. They all behave the same, just at varying degrees. They are thieves. They take your guns, they take your property, they take your freedom. They rewrite history, tear down statues, riot, loot, and burn, and advocate for stupid shit like defunding the police, which of course has the potential to interfere with your level of liberty and freedom as thugs end up ruling your city. I hope the perspective on the political spectrum I just presented will serve you well in the future. If you remember anything, make it that the right-wing side of the spectrum is all about maximizing freedom and liberty and limited government, whereas the left wing of the spectrum is the opposite. Minimize liberty and freedom and more and more control in the hands of the government. You pick which you subscribe to. After all, I'm a right-winger. I believe in affirming and protecting your natural God-given rights property rights, freedom of speech, freedom of expression, and freedom to be an idiot by endorsing a deadly and destructive political ideology. Most importantly, never let a wacko liberal get away with calling a conservative or Republican or a libertarian a right-wing fascist. Politely explain their logical fallacy or simply share this episode with them. Please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, share episodes with your friends, and support the podcast at truthquestshirtfactory.com.